king in it. Rule your own world. World, 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 world. The Truffle Podcast. You're trying to be f***ing classy, yeah. Because <laughs> a little sh- shadow talk. I'm your hype man. Rule your own Rule your own world. World, world, world. <laughs> it's a bit of shit though, isn't it? was Disney's Hercules Zero to Hero, Craig. <laughs> Don't you love it? Captain Beige on the mic. Stop it. Beige, not beige personality. I'd describe you as a packet of Skittles to a friend. Thanks. But bathing clothes, clothing. Beige. Bathe. <laughs> You're best. I've had a couple of sherries. I will have you know that Justin Bieber's new... Um, I will have you know that Justin Bieber's new clothing line called Drew, which is his middle name, is all beige. Mm. So uh, I'm actually in fashion. I'm actually a season before him. Not being funny, but what does Bieber know about fashion? Oh, oh, Craig. Also, Amy bought a bag earlier. It's like a lorry. It's, it's like a beige lorry. Bags, you love it. And it's got an orange trim. She, I, she made me wear it because she bought so many toiletries. She made me wear it through town and she, I caught her looking at it and she was like, oh, that bag is sick. I was like, so nice. are you actually serious? <laughs> Uh, so welcome back to the King of the Podcast. This is another super special episode because we've got some more of our friends on it, Stephen Craig, and Jess. I haven't got any friends, mate. Stop, stop it. Whatever. They're my friends, Stephen and Jess from Fly in the Nest. Have you got Stephen's number though? So today we're going to talk about how to work with brands. You haven't got a clue, mate. Well, no, that's why they're here, obviously, because Stephen <laughs> and Jess are probably the best people to talk about this to. They've got like. 294,000 oh. people. Can you just take that into consideration a minute? Try and picture that in your brain. Nearly 300k on YouTube. And they've built that since 2015, which was like yesterday. It's not even a long time on YouTube to be growing that big. They are smashing it. And the best part about these guys is they know how to work with brands and they've got some awesome insider tips. So if you're at a level on YouTube now where you're like, I'm ready to work with brands, but I'm not sure how to go about it. Or if a brand's approached you and you, you know, you're know you not happy with the deal or whatever, this podcast is going to be the one. So these guys have worked with loads of Australian travel companies, Coca-Cola. They just did a campaign with one of their favorite ginger beer companies. That's did you right. see that? Yeah, I did see it, yeah. Brilliant. So um, yeah, enjoy the podcast, everybody. This is Stephen and Jess. Hey How's guys. it going, guys? Very Good. excited. You guys are popping our podcast cherry, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Never been on one of these before, so... Hopefully we are interesting. <laughs> you forgot to say that we're in Bali. Oh yeah, we're in we're Bali. We're all sat in the most luxury place. We've got a massive double bed. We're having a sleepover. And it was like $20 a night. Yeah, yeah it was really Super good. Super cheap. And we have a pool just behind us. It is the most magnificent backdrop. Just like it? in the jungle, aren't we? It's pretty cool. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about how to work with brands. Because Stephen and Jess are the legends of this. They work with heap, heaps of brands. Yeah, they're pretty much the kings and queens of brandness. <laughs> We've learned so much from them since being here already. So, yeah, we're just going to get their advice, tips and tricks, and see if we can learn a bit more. Well, hopefully we can give you guys some... Some insights. I suppose we've been doing this for three and a half years now. Yeah. I think we've worked with just over 100, 120 Is brands. No way, that's yeah. amazing. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> didn't expect that. So guys, tell us about your channel then. What What is your channel? What would you say you guys are about? Um, so yeah, so we Jess are... is like super scared to even talk right now. She's like, Steve, you take this. You take this. 
<laughs> you guys need to do a video podcast. Yeah, this, yeah. Like, it's not the same, is it? They can just see me sitting here and like <laughs> squirming. <laughs> so yeah, we're flying the nest. We love uh, doing adventurous travel. We, you know, do small group tours. We do luxury travel. We try show every aspect of travel yeah. because we understand travel is subjective. Like that's the biggest thing is that one style of travel cannot be for you, but I definitely think it can be for someone else. So yeah. we try to cater for everyone. Um, of course, the standard person can't book a six star hotel, but you know, someone might come across that. Um, and then we also do like group tours where it's roughing it. So you're in hostels, cold water, everything that uh, someone that would book the six star villa would not want. Everything um, we've, we've done this trip and every other trip, <laughs> Pretty much. the cold water and the crack den that we stayed in last night. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that would be for us. Definitely, yeah, so yeah. We, we try and show all aspects of travel on our YouTube channel. When did you guys start vlogging and why? Sure, so I'll, I'll take a few steps back, maybe one year just before there mm -hmm. to kind of bring it all in. I'm listening, I'm listening. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we noticed that there was an Australian blogger. Her name was World of Wanderlust or Brooke, and she was killing it. She did blogging before anyone, I feel like. She was the first person we ever saw that was doing anything that was to do with social media and traveling and getting paid to do it. Yeah. So this is 2012, 2013, if we wanted to give a timestamp on that. So five years, YouTube wasn't really a thing. It was like you had your fun for Louise out there, but we wanted to travel and we saw this person doing it and getting free hotels yeah. and airlines. And we're like, wow, we spend so much on travel. How can we jump on this train? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we finished up our degree. So I did marketing, just did teaching, and uh, we started a blog. So I just put something together very rough on WordPress and we just started writing about our past travels. And we made it a goal where we would do a blog post every single day. Yeah. yeah. How old yeah. are you then? So that was when we were 24. 24, 24. Yeah, Just so we babies. were 24. We started a blog. And at that time, we graduated university and we started full-time work. So we were working full-time, saving our money for travel while running a blog. And we weren't actually tra traveling at that time. So what we would do is use our past travels to then write blog posts. So that's what we started doing. And then Stephen came up to me one day and he was like, we should go traveling for a whole year. And I was like, all right, that sounds great, let's do it. And he was like, yeah, during that time we should run our blog. And I was like, cool. And then he was like, we should also do daily vlogs on YouTube. And that's when I was really nervous because yeah. back then I was really scared of the camera. Like we did media together in school mm -hmm. and I'd be that person that was like really shy on the camera and didn't want to do it. So I was like, all right, let's, let's give it a go. And I always remember the first time we sat down in front of a camera and it was our introductory video for YouTube. It's still online, so you can it's still you online. watch it. Go see that. Is it good? It's two <laughs> minutes. It's terrible. Right. And halfway, halfway through, like I just started crying because I no. just, oh no, <laughs> like it's not in the video, but I just started thinking, Should how am I meant in. to be doing this for a whole year? He's meant, yeah. like, I'm meant to be filming myself every day for a year and I can't even get through one video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we got through it and I was like, all right, let's just see how it goes. So then we flew to Hawaii and that was our first stop and our goal was to travel for a whole year. Yeah. And during that year we did, we vlogged every single day and we ended up daily vlogging for a year and a half. And that's what wow. got me over my fear of yeah, yeah. talking to a camera. It is, isn't it? It's just practice makes perfect. Yeah, exactly. You keep going. When I first tried to film you and you got super angry. I was Amy about was to like, punch him in the face. She's like, take the camera off me. I just didn't know she what to good. say. Yeah. It is, it's so daunting. I don't know why, I think you just think people are going to judge you or something exactly but as soon as you get over that and you start getting nice comments 
Oh, well, I get really weird comments. People are like, your girlfriend's really weird. But they put a <laughs> smiley face, so I'm like, they mean it in the nicest way possible. But We've yeah. met her in person. Can confirm she is weird. <laughs> <laughs> in the good kind of way with the smiley Yeah. <laughs> to flip the question to you guys, so was it you had the crate? Did you have the idea for the YouTube channel or did Amy have the idea? Yeah, this is like a running joke now. I, I literally didn't know what was going on for real. I'd say the first Amy just year. showed up for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> really? what? What I was doing. She's like, why are we YouTube? filming this? What is going on? Yeah, because you, yeah, I guess it was all you really. You saw Ben Brown and you were like, oh, this is mm. cool. I was like, people make money from this. This is, yeah. This is what, that's what I saw. I was like, this is like a career. And Amy mm -hmm. was just like, why are we filming again? Yeah, but you don't break shit down for me. <laughs> You're just like, right, say this. And I'm like, right, there's a camera. I'm on this camera. What is happening? And then you were just like, we're going traveling. I was like, well, shall I come or? And we did. And that was what it was. Like Craig's always theme. two steps in front of me. And I'm just like, I'm coming. <laughs> that's pretty cool though, how you straight up saw it as a career. Because when we started, mm. we saw it as like, this was a way to travel for a year yeah. and get through a year without spending too much money. Yeah. And that's why I think, and during that year as well was when we really started to try and work out how to work with brands. Yeah. Um, but it was only, so we've been doing YouTube for three and a half years, but we we're saying that it's only been maybe six months ago where we've really started seeing this as like a career yeah. and really changing things up. And I think from that moment, we started looking at it as a career. Like it's, everything's grown. Don't yes, you think? Definitely. Like and everything is yeah, of course. Yeah. So I think three years, because we've been doing it for three and a half years, three years was us just filming, showing our family what we were doing and just trying to keep traveling. It wasn't a career. It wasn't like try mm -hmm. to keep traveling and make money yeah. and all this and become a job. And definitely... I think because we always doubted ourselves. We were like, could we be those people? Yeah. Yes. And now we're like... Now Let's in the last <laughs> six months, we're like, okay, no, we, cause we want to settle down and have a family and you can't do that, you know, without money. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't have a little toddler and having free travel because the, the hotel's not going to give you free nappies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, cause we just got married like a year ago. So then we started. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so I'm much. I'm gutted we didn't know you cause like I could have been a bridesmaid. Craig could have been like a page girl. <laughs> Do you say page girls in your country? Uh, um, flower girl. Flower, flower girl. Yeah, yeah we have that, that as well. Or maybe it's page boy. Yeah, it? it is a page boy. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> you'd have preferred there. to have been a page girl, wouldn't you? <laughs> But um, yeah, so just to continue with your first question, um, yeah, we just started vlogging and all that. And our first kind of stop was Hawaii. And that's when we wanted to keep traveling. So our idea was spend as little money as possible and try and work with brands. Yeah. Thankfully, Hawaii is the best place, or at least it was in 2014, mm -hmm. the best place to work with brands it was the perfect place to start awesome because yeah. the tourism is huge in hawaii they're yeah. like one of their main money makers so we were like okay let's do hawaii first yeah contacted a tour company yeah and for two weeks we had a tour every single day no way. Wow. included and that was because not because of youtube but because we had started the blog a couple of months ago yes. yeah so we had something to show them okay and then um from there blog, like our idea was you need to pump out as much content as possible to get seen. Like mm -hmm. that was, I think, the thing back in the day. Yeah, so, so we, we did a blog, blog post every single day, as well as a video every single yeah, day. Yeah. So just we to try and get working. content out there to make us look like a legit traveling couple, yeah. even though we 
didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the general consensus is make it look like... Fake it till you make it. Literally fake it till you, till you make it. Yeah, yeah. If I was wearing a backpack that I bought, I still tagged them and made it look like yeah, yeah. they'd yeah, sent yeah, it to yeah. me. Yeah. Hashtag because exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just if you make it look like you're working with all these big brands and then big brands see that, they want, they want you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's like really fake it till you make it. Yeah. And the reason I suppose we've worked with so many brands is that a lot of those are hotels because they, that, I mean, travel accommodation is such a huge chunk of your money. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we were just trying to get as many names on the resume yeah. for hotels so that just say if we work with the Hilton in Munich, we could email the Hilton in London and be like, hey, you want to work together? Yeah. Your brothers over in Germany said yes, so yeah. they could be more inclined. And hey, that works. Plus we yeah. have content then to show them. So we're like, here's the yeah. video we made for the, the Munich one. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, we love that. Come stay at our London one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But Hawaii was gold. It was brilliant. Yeah. So 14 days we were there. Point. 12 of those days we had something to do so we're like oh wow maybe we can do this of course we did have a quite a popular blog it wasn't just because we had a lot of content the reason the blog was popular was because of all the content so we had in our first year one million visitors to our blog wow, that's so like that was a huge number to approach brands with yeah, yeah. Wow. and our youtube channel was still very Tiny. slow it was like we ended up with four thousand subscribers in our first year in our first year so yeah. we were like heavily basing everything on the blog mm -hmm. but the the good thing was we did the blog but everyone loved the videos so that kind of made made us happy because we always wanted to do like more of the youtube side yeah so who was the first brand that you guys worked with was it discover hawaii tours yeah yes so they yeah they hooked us up with with quite a, a two-week plan and they yeah. kind of sent us on day trips, we went in submarines, we yeah. went like parasailing, scuba diving, really cool. it was really fun. But I feel like our first like a big brand that we worked with was Trek America. So they do tours through America and Canada and we did a 13 day camping trip through Alaska with them. That sounds mad. It was amazing. Insane. Northern yeah. lights, you know, ice pick climbing down Milan's, it yeah, was yeah. just wow. insane. And that was when we had the first taste of like a full on campaign with a company. Yeah. 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 Cause I think initially we were getting day trips cause of mm -hmm. course our initial goal was travel for a year. So a day trip would mean our costs are covered for one day. But when we scored a 13 day trip, we're like, wow, that's 13 days out of this whole year. That's everything's yeah. covered. And we're like, wow, this is, we need to start pushing towards more yeah. of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So what did they ask for then in return? The Trek America. Yeah. So what they wanted us to do was to, cause we were daily vlogging. So we made a video every day, um, a blog post, like a roundup. Yeah. And then I think it was a photo a day for Instagram. See, and that's great for us because you do that anyway we, exactly. for you guys. So That's the thing. Like it wasn't extra work because we were already making the videos. Yeah. We would have done a blog post anyway. Mm -hmm. We did more than one. Yeah. And we need photos for Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, really it was it. like the perfect yeah, balance. Yeah. I think the thing that's helped us um, work with more brands is we have strong profiles across the board. So rather than just being an Instagrammer, mm -hmm. which is, you know, great. We can be Instagrammers, YouTubers, bloggers, Facebookers. So yeah. we have like quite a strong audience across all. And we come to the brand with this massive like media takeover, we yeah. almost call it. We're like, yeah. hey, if we're working with you for 13 days in Alaska, Trek America is the face of our content for 13 days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of them like that. Yeah. And especially because in 2014, when we first started, yeah. blogging, YouTube wasn't a thing. Like, Audi uh, brands could get their head around blogging because it was close to a magazine or it was written content but yeah. YouTube was that wasn't a thing like 
it's it's changed a lot in the last couple of years. I mm. think um, definitely 2017 to 2018, a lot of brands woke up and they're like, hey, video is the next stage, which is, I'm so happy we focused on video because nobody reads blogs anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to like Vine and stuff, everyone's audience attention is just boom, right yeah. down. Yeah. I personally don't read. I look at the, like the pictures yeah, and the, yeah, videos. the videos. Yeah, exactly. So it was good that YouTube was our like end goal and we we're pushing that focus because if we kept focusing on the blog, I don't think we'd be here today. No. Even though like we've had well over 2 million people to that blog now, people want to really push the YouTube yeah. video. Yeah. So it was almost, I feel like I'm glad we were, we could see that video was the future because now the brands have caught up to for that. For sure, for sure, yeah. yeah. And then it was in our second year was when we realized, okay, it's well and good to get free trips and free hotel stays, but now we need to make an income. Yeah. So our second year was all about finding brands that were, that could see the potential. Yeah, like the, the value yeah. Yeah. in what we do to actually pay us for what we were doing in our services mm -hmm. because we were at the end of our first year, we were broke. Like we had maxed out our credit cards. We were four and a half thousand dollars in, in debt, debt. Um, because we, we left on our first year with a savings account and it was a sinking ship. We were yeah. like, how long can we keep this water out of this yeah. ship? Yeah. And then we flew home 365 days later for my mom's birthday and we were negative four and a half thousand. But so wanted to go away again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we didn't want to go home. home. We've, we've been in that situation before. Yeah. yeah. So year two was necessity, I would say. So we're like, we want to make this work so we could push brands harder where before we were maybe a bit too nervous because we needed, we wanted to keep traveling. Yeah. So we're like, oh, we're happy to do something for free because we can make our end goal. Yeah. Year two, we had zero money. Like a brand came to us and said, hey, we want to send you to Africa for five weeks. Sweet. I'm like, well, we can't go unless you cover the cost, the food, all this. And Everything. they're like, why? I was like, I have no money. Like, <laughs> literally. That's and that's what you said, right? Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have no money. I've maxed out my credit cards. Like, you have to help us. And mm. we managed to work with enough brands to pay off our debt and pay off our wedding, which was a goal of ours in our second year. Yeah. And uh, we did a lot, of, um, a lot of work. And also because our first year of travel was very selfish, like we went to Europe and you know, eight croissants in Paris and all that. So it was a very selfish year. So the second year, um, we gave a lot back. Like we felt like one for one, if we had a really awesome year, let's go volunteer for a year. Yeah. So we did a lot of volunteering in our second year. We went and did some humanitarian and wildlife projects to make our conscience feel a bit, <laughs> bit better from yeah. that first year. Um, and then yeah, it kind of all changed in year three when we thought of it as a business. Listening to you guys is like, it's proper goals but I don't know what we've been doing like yeah, this whole time yeah you've got like a life plan yeah like you, you're so organized like we when we did this and then I know like you ran out of money but then we did like volunteering and we're just like we don't even know what we're doing like every year we just like we go through that stage of like earning really like a lot of money and then like mm -hmm. being down and then it's just like peaks and troughs for us yeah. But I feel like we've got no plan. Like listening to you guys, you're like, we wanted to pay off our wedding and do hey, this and that. We're <laughs> just like, I am still in my mum's attic. Yeah, home. well, we do still live at Stephen's parents' house. Yeah. Right. Like it's... we really try and see how we can save money. So we know that we're only home for just say a couple of weeks at a time. So we, they're so nice and let us stay there. So that's, that's not, cool. A, hey, a it nice might way look like we have plans. It's that fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, just fake it till you make it. the same boat like... as you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, three months into our, um, when we were doing YouTube, we asked our audience once, we had a very tiny audience, we didn't know many people that did videos that were small, 
and we asked our audience, oh, who do you watch? And someone said, Kinging It, and that's how we found your channel. No way. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because YouTube does a terrible job of letting you know new people to follow. It's hard yeah. to find them because it's just the big people the big just people. are there. Yeah, And it's hard for the smaller people to make a name for yourself. And yeah. that's why it's good that all the smaller channels come together and try and help form each other community. grow and yes yeah form a community I mean you say small but you're on like 80k and we've got 17,000 so <laughs> but you guys totally deserve that you have your moment we you need, have we your need moment to, 100% then. we need to yeah, do something because like, long goal rally yeah fingers crossed 2018 like, is the year it is it is a pretty good adventure that we're going on so every year we'll be like this is the year this is our year 50k <laughs> by the end of the year yeah and we don't budge yeah. <laughs> So for you guys, like, what advice would you give to someone who's going to start a new channel or a new blog? So I, first advice is definitely it is still possible. Yeah. In 2018, it does look like it's oversaturated, yeah, which it is. It is. Like, we I'm thought that die. in 2014, though, when we started. Yeah. yeah. We were like, oh, it's too late. We should, we should have started years ago. Yeah. Like Fun we for Louis, Ben Brown, they yeah. own the market. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I think as well, if you're thinking of starting, start now. Because that's the thing, like I always think, we talked about, like imagine if we'd started YouTube in 2010 or something, when, you like, know? all those people started. So you just think, just if you're thinking of starting, just start. Yeah. Even if you're scared and nervous like I was. Yes. Even definitely. if you cry on camera. Yeah, even if you cry on camera. And nowadays it's good just to leave that in. Yeah, yeah. 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 You should have put the drama in. You should have kept that. it in. That, that would actually do really well if you started really? and you like, you know, label your first video. I'm starting YouTube or something. Yeah, and you having just, a breakdown. Even <laughs> yeah, like have a breakdown. Of crying, even like. if yeah. it's like really bad, and then you know, before you know it, you'll be in, and it'll be a, a year's past, and you'll be amazing. Definitely, yeah. and you'll look back and be like, why didn't I start that year before? Yeah. Mm. yeah. But if we're focusing on like the travel style, like what we all do, I definitely think personality is king now. I think there was that phase where everyone wanted those bikini clad, like... Yeah. Like when Jay, is it Jay Alvarez? Jay Alvarez. Yeah. 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 So when he brought out that video that went absolutely viral, I feel like it became a trend that you needed to make videos that looked like that. Yeah. Mm. That looked like this, like travel was this pristine, perfect yeah. thing. Yeah. But and now then, yeah. I do think it's coming back into people want real. Yeah. yeah. And want to see like... The good and the bad, and your true self and, and your true personality. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot of comments, don't we? Saying, "I love how like down to earth and real your channel is." Yeah, yeah. I feel do. like you need to stick to that yeah. because being trying to create this facade of what your life is like, it's not going to last. Yeah, and that's for like sure. A thing that I see a lot of channels do. Yeah, but I feel like if you want to be there in the long run, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to be yourself. Yeah. and because just... it's not relatable, really. No, exactly. I mean, his his stuff looks good, and he probably has got girlfriends that look like that. But, yeah, you and know, it's, and it's the majority of us, you know. Yeah, I think if you keep it real as well, it will, like you said, last longer, because yeah. people will see through that fakeness straight yeah. away. Yeah, yeah they, like, they fully... I mean, even if you've got the shittest channel and you're just in your bedroom, you know, doing videos and they're, they're not on anything specific, if you have that personality and you are just yourself people will buy into that rather exactly. than going to see somebody go to Bali, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, and it so, wasn't, oh yeah, sorry, man. Um, and then tying that back into like working with brands, like that's so much more brandable to have a personality than just to have this facade where you like fake this lifestyle. Yeah. Cause if you're working with brands, they're going to see that straight away. And if they tell you to go somewhere and do something, you know, you're going to have to try and stick with that fakery that you've been doing. So I think, being legit is the way forward. Definitely. Yeah. Because they like you to be the face of their brand, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you come in and you're not very good at vlogging or, 
if all you've ever done is really pretty stuff and slow-mo sexiness and you're put in front of the camera then you're going to be like um yeah uh. yeah and a big thing for us is return brands so mm. a big portion of who we work with now are people we've worked back worked with in the past yeah they've liked what we've done and yeah they want us to work with them again that's really and cool I think that's yeah definitely important yeah because it helps fill your calendar it helps you have content so you don't have to you know stress about when the next paycheck or when the next like or even just your next vlog because you might want to keep traveling but if you're just home your audience might not necessarily be interested in that yeah i mean they could um we we find our audience is more interested when we're traveling same mm, so we try to yeah. keep on the road as much as possible and then you also can potentially reach more people because you go to like different countries yeah. and they'll see you film in their country rather than just your home country. What would you say is the biggest challenge when you guys are working with brands? Hmm. Um, it's definitely improving a lot, not just because we have a bigger audience than we did before. I'm sure that is a factor of it, but brands are starting to understand like influencers yeah. or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, I think that they, and, and especially for us is that micro influencers are a thing. I think back in the past when YouTubers, well, when brands started spending money on YouTubers, they just went for the biggest person. Yeah. Hey, let's go for this person because he has 2 million followers. We're like, wow, let's give him $200,000. Or you can go and get eight influencers, spend the exact same money and reach, you actually end up reaching a bigger audience because you find with, you find like when you compare numbers is that micro influencers, their um, engagement is higher. Yeah. Like, people love sticking with the small person and they love saying, hey, I remember I was here when you had 4,000 subscribers. I was here when you had you know, 18,000 yeah. subscribers. So brands are starting to understand that, which is great for us because we're in that micro-influencer category. So we, we've kind of been swept into that, which has been super helpful for us. Mm. But like an issue I feel like a lot of influencers have, I'm sure, with working with brands is getting them to pay you an amount that you are worth. Yeah. I feel like that's a big issue is that a lot of companies want to give you the free trip but when it comes to wanting to pay for the content you're providing that's when they will draw the line and go oh no yeah we don't pay like what's your thing you always say about burgers yeah <laughs> yeah i have a little saying that i've even put into email sometimes um so we look at ourselves as a tv network so we even though this is a whole brand new medium like my mom didn't understand what we did for so long yeah and even she had no idea what we were doing yeah. she was like why have you just left your full-time jobs you just graduated university yeah. what are you doing yes <laughs> yeah we kind of threw the degrees away but um yeah even though it's a brand new medium like youtube is this whole thing that people don't understand we still see it as rooted in old school mediums so like youtube is a tv network that's how we see it or youtube is a movie however you want to look at it mm -hmm. instagram is a is like a magazine or a billboard yeah. a blog is a magazine so we just look at it like that and that's where i thought in my head that just say um mcdonald's came to the bachelorette or the bachelor or whatever you watch on tv and they went to them and said, hey, we'll give you free McDonald's. Can you just place an advert in front of The Bachelor? And yeah. even though they get one, two million people watching an episode, 
you know, they thought, yeah, we'll just give you a free burger, which is kind of the case with travel. Yeah. The TV station would laugh them out the the door, like exactly. the yeah. you know Channel One or Channel Two would be like, "You guys are a joke." Mm. No, we have two million people watching it. You're paying for two million people, yeah, yeah. and you will have to give us the burger so we can make the commercial. Of course, exactly. yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing. So we see with travel is like, yes, I understand that this is an amazing thing to do. Like we are super thankful that we get to travel the world. It's the best job in the world. Yeah, but of course traveling and getting free trips isn't going to get a savings account and get a stability yeah so we say yes you're giving us the free hotel room which i'm sure for a lot of your listeners out there that just sounds like the dream yeah, yeah like yeah. that's just wow that's so yeah. amazing but just being able to spend one night in a hotel on top of that means we need to do three hours of editing yeah. Three hours of yeah. like editing you don't, a photo. You don't enjoy you the hotel experience. You're there to work. So you might have done seven or eight hours of work to get that free night. Yeah. And what did you get? A bed to sleep in. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was yeah. no monetary value from it. Yeah. Yeah. So we see like you give us the product so we can make it. Like as an like straight out, just that's where negotiations begin. Yeah. That's not where it ends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we look at that like that's how we thought of it in the last mm-hmm. six months when we started taking this as a as a career and it's definitely helped us. Um we kind of look at industry rates on what to charge, but yeah. That's that's the absolute minimum. Yeah, it's always hard. We always butt heads on what to charge, don't we? Because mm. like, mm-hmm. if I get a nice email off someone, I'm like, oh, Craig, he's a lovely guy. We should just do it <laughs> yeah. for him. And Craig's like, $50 million. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's not going to go for that. Yeah. But I, I think it's knowing your worth as well. Like if, you, yeah. if you've got an amount that you're happy with, um, and you're, you know, you're happy to charge that, and they're happy to pay it, and happy days. Yeah. You know, we, it's always room for negotiation. Definitely. But the amount of emails that we get as well, where they're like, oh, we want to give you this free camera, and you're like, have you got a budget? And they're like, no, but the camera's worth this much. And you're like, you can't do. But you the, have to you give it to us in order to, for us to do it. So it doesn't matter what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> and like you were saying. It sounds like we're being really spoiled by saying that. Yeah. Because most people will be like, free camera, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. But the amount of work that goes into like the editing and the photographing of it. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you need to be paid for that time. Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, exactly. if you look at it like a job, like, would you go make coffees at a cafe? Like, if we want to put it into, like, a job that everyone mm. understands and they'll give you a free coffee every hour. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't do that. You, yeah. You'd yeah. be like, no, yeah. like, this is a career. That's a big issue I think I have with YouTube and, like, the the way it's perceived mm. is that if I went into a cafe, I know that that person's getting paid for giving me that coffee. But then when people watch YouTube, they don't like the fact that that YouTuber's getting paid yeah. to go on and promote a tourism board yeah it's really like, strange it's so that weird that I, we can't talk about money when yeah. you know every other job people get paid for mm-hmm. that job mm-hmm. it's really yeah. strange yeah because like if someone was like what you do i would never be like i'm a youtuber no no because you'd be a bit no i'm not thing. ashamed of that it's just got a weird pretension yeah, yeah. 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 really yeah. does that's the thing if people ask me what i do i just say i do marketing yeah, yeah. probably because it's so, so sad like i can't say what i actually yeah. do i just guess there's so many people doing it and there's so many people you know that haven't quite made it yet that people are like oh you're a youtuber you you know one of them another yeah, another yeah. one of them do you yeah. know what i mean it is hard and i think because it's a new format that no one's understand like maybe if we could do a time machine and look back at tv stars maybe yeah. they had that same issue i just I think a lot know. of people don't like the fact that people can sit in their bedroom make a video and make money from yeah. it and yeah. that's the issue is that people have yeah. a bad perception yeah. of YouTube because it looks so easy. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, nobody sees the no. the editing part, the behind no. the scenes, the travel to begin with. Like yeah. the sickness yeah. that I get is mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it, it isn't easy. But yeah, if we show that, you know, let people know. But yeah, it's so interesting when we get a comment saying, "Oh, like last month I decided to start a YouTube channel, 
and I just perceive you guys so differently now. Yeah. Like I can see the work, the work you must put in. in. Like yeah, yeah. I can't believe you just filmed and edited that video in a day yeah, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. It is mad. Like mm. we've done our stint in retail. So yeah. I have so much respect for people who work in cafes and retail and I know it's Same. not their fault. Yeah. So it's almost like, can you do a day in someone's shoes to understand it? Like people who are rude to waiters are the lowest of people. Oh, I can't, like you yeah. just I need to go it. and work in a cafe to understand what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. and I guess YouTube's the same. If they ever tried to start a channel themselves, they'll see how much work yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Because we were filming, we were staying at that the chill house the other day, and uh, and I filmed that thing for Instagram, and there was like every single one of us was just on laptops, and I was like expectation versus reality. Like, yeah, this is the travel vlogger lifestyle. You know, you go out and you have these awesome day excursions or whatever. But then you've got to come home and you've got to do all the work. So there's like, you, you need the balance, but I yeah. think people forget that there's so much time behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're and just like, like, oh, you guys are so lucky. And we are, we are so lucky, but there's like, there's a lot there of work, work to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it's a job, you know? Yeah. yeah. So what's the best experience you guys have ever had on your travels? Oh. Wow, that's a good one. Too many. We, we always get this question, we can it's so hard. It. It's hard, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's yeah. like so many moments. Can I say getting married is one? Because we did it overseas. <laughs> no, we that's went... a cop-out question. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I wasn't invited. So <laughs> you can't but say we that did, one. like, we spent a whole week with our family in Greece. And in the middle of the week was when we got married. And I think that just that week was, like, the best week of travel because we were traveling with all our family. We got married. We got married. <laughs> I, so I could cheesy. literally do a whole podcast on them getting married. Like, I'd be like, so what color were you to dress? What did it look like? What's the hotel room what did like? You eat? Was there a priest? You know, <laughs> there, there was actually like a Greek guy. Yeah. That um. We have a whole story. We can sit down. See, we yeah. met him for the first time on the on the. The aisle. day that I walked up the aisles, the day I met him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Did he speak in, like proper English? Yeah. He had like a really cool Greek accent. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. What's your favorite experience then? Oh, well, now I feel like I have to say the wedding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll say yours. What was your moment? Maybe seeing the Northern Lights in Alaska? That, that was, was a very special moment. Yeah, it was. We were camping in Alaska and it was freezing. Yeah. Like, we just had a fire to warm us up. And we went to sleep. And the rule was, if you see the Northern Lights, you scream and wake everyone up. Oh, bloody hell. I yeah. didn't do that. <laughs> and I think someone went out to, like, do brush a 2am pee or brush their teeth. And you just scream. Northern <laughs> Lights, Northern Lights. Oh, and I remember wow. it was freezing, so we were all there in our sleeping bags, like, shivering, watching them. Well, oh, we're trying amazing. to take photos yeah, of them. But yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Back then, we didn't know how to do night photography. So we didn't know what we were doing. And, like, oh, it was oh, magical. It was lush. so cool. And then we so saw cool. two more times after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so it was awesome. We literally went to Iceland to see them, didn't we? We caught them on the plane on the way back home. Oh, that's cool. Norway, yeah, that would have been what did cool. I say? Iceland. Oh, Norway. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, the they let everyone get up and like move to the right side of the plane so you could see it. But like nobody would let me in. <laughs> I was like, can I just, oh, um, do you reckon I could just, oh, no? Okay, I'll sit down. But you seen them, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, only because I had my camera, like it was very faint. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's hard see to them capture again. them. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I've got some travel facts for you. So, did you know that in China, you shouldn't give certain gifts? Did like, you know this? No, I didn't. Have you guys been to China yet? We have. So, you shouldn't give clocks, okay, okay. or handkerchiefs, straw sandals, or flowers. You shouldn't give them. Flowers? Flowers. Because they're all associated with death and funerals. Ah, okay. Straw sandals. So don't be giving me no straw sandals. Who's turning up to a funeral in straw sandals? Or who's giving the... The morning family straw <laughs> straw sandals. Well, well us, now we know. Loss. Sorry for your loss. Here's a size five. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, I've got another one. Oh, this will probably work for you guys because you're going to Egypt, right? We are. Mm. So yeah. it says, when tucking into a meal in Egypt, bypass the salt shaker because it's insulting to your host to, to sprinkle salt on your food. Um, if you have to season your plate, it means that you find the meal repulsive. Oh, oh. okay. I so understand that because at the... Chefs get offended, don't they? If they yeah, yeah you supposed to taste it first, sauce. they say, and then if it needs mm. it, which it shouldn't if it's a good restaurant. Yeah, or if you add tomato sauce on yeah. your plate, they're not happy with that. Lobster dish, tomato yeah, sauce. Yeah, tomato sauce. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> this is a question, so we're going to do a question time. There's only one. So whoever can answer the closest is the winner. Okay. So the question is, how fast is the cruising speed of a commercial jet? Wow. What, is that in the air? Well, yeah. <laughs> cruising no, speed. They don't cruise on the floor. Well, that would be cool, though. Cruising if they had like the a city. big perimeter around the Earth and you could, you could get... You what? Know, what's happening <laughs> Wait, here? What? We don't live on Saturn. No, but if, if you're afraid of flying and you like, absolutely no, cannot go in the air, la la la. If there was a big ring around the Earth and you could just get a cruising This is plane. how Amy's brain works. This We're is about to get into flat Earth theories. Yeah, here, yeah, I that think. is it. Just on the floor at whatever speed. Isn't that a bus? Well, a... Faster than a bus. <laughs> Makes absolute sense. Craig, I'm a genius. You just don't even know it watch yet. You break, wait. 2025. Elon Musk will bring it out in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your answers, guys? What oh, do you gosh. think? So just to confirm, this is in, in the air. Yeah, and what speed are we doing? Kilometres? Uh, per hour? What do they do? The proper system. Oh, oh, we might have to convert it if it's kilometres. Why? What's wait, yours? Miles? miles? We'd have per miles per hour, yeah. Oh. So 2.2 kilometers in a mile, or is it 2.2 miles in a kilometer? Just, just... I'm going to say uh, <laughs> eight, eight, 800 kilometers an hour. Okay. No, so it's in miles. I'm going to guess 2,000 miles an hour. Okay. That sounds You've been on a plane before, yeah. <laughs> is it a freaking jet plane? 2,000 miles an hour. Going see what I'm true. really, really good at maths. Space. <laughs> Actually, I actually used to teach maths you could to do. children. Because they sound, yeah, to get fired from that. <laughs> 3,200 kilometres an hour. <laughs> Do okay, you want to stick with your ass? So, maybe I, so let me change that. I'm going to blame it on the miles to kilometres okay. ratio, but maybe I'm going to say 200 miles an hour. So okay. I said 500 miles an hour because okay. I did the conversion. What's the answer, Mr. Well, you need to guess, is... right? Oh, yeah, go on. You, you, so I've oh, got 200, 500, and... I've seen the answer. Seen oh, cheat. Oh, cheat. So what's the answer? So the answer is between 550 and 580. Oh, so oh, very yeah, close. Like 500 miles. That's yeah. madness, though. Yeah. What's the fastest car? It's like 200 miles an hour. I think it's like 240. So like triple that. Yeah. yeah. So that is it for this episode of the King of the Podcast. Thanks, thanks for coming, guys. Oh, thanks, thanks for chatting with us. us. Thanks Our for first podcast. Yeah. Now I feel like I can do more. Yeah, we were really nervous. I think a couple of people kind of invited us and were like, oh, yeah. can we talk for 40 minutes? But yeah. you guys are it's so not too welcoming. Bad. No, it's not too when bad. When you've got questions and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we can meet in like Azerbaijan and do the next one. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Is that that place? That's where we're going on the rally. Yeah. Yes. I don't know any of these countries. I'm just, I know we're going at some point. <laughs> Please survive the rally so we can do this again. Fingers crossed. Pray for us, guys. <laughs> So that is it. So make sure you press subscribe. Can you subscribe? We still don't know if you can subscribe. Uh, you can. Yeah. I love a good podcast. Yeah. You can subscribe to many. Fantastic. What about that then? Did you learn anything? Oh, Craig, I knew it all anyway. What do you want about? <laughs> I think I taught them a good fair whack, yes. 
So uh, just like the last podcast, um, we didn't really know how to end it because we were shitting ourselves and we were newbies. Yeah, so that podcast was actually recorded like over a year ago when we went to Bali with Fly in the Nest, The Endless Adventure and The Way Way, which we didn't get on our podcast, but we will, guys, I promise. So that is actually it. For the first ever King in It podcast series. Series one's series done. Series one is done, mate. Ten oh. episodes in the bag. Boom. What's the best sound? What's the best, most unique sound effect you can do? That was a dab and a, which means thank you in South African. <laughs> South African is not even a language, mate. Go and watch our uh, South Africa series to know exactly what we're on about. What language do they speak in South Africa? South African. Are you kidding me? Africans. Africans. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? Are you happy with the, the I'm series? I'm really happy, yeah. I mean, I think we've had some proper laughs doing this. I do think podcasting is our thing, Craig, because we love it. And every time we, we do another podcast, we come out of it like with our faces hurting because we just make each other laugh so much. And I hope other people are laughing as well, not just at us, but with us. You yeah. Know? What was your favourite f- fact of the whole series? Can you oh, remember man. any? You asked me this the other day and I can't. I couldn't even remember one. Um, what One that always sticks with me is that space smells like um, like burnt metal. I never considered what it would smell like in space. That and now is the I know. shittest one you could have picked. <laughs> Kidding That's me. That's the only one I could think of. What about the, you know, the, the Grecian children that threw their teeth on the roof? Is Grecian an actual word? Maybe. People? You just made that up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what about the daddy long legs that's actually got a penis yeah that's surely quite, that's, that's up there funny. and that you can fit like a whole mini have you done research because you Car. never remember things no no but you can fit a mini into you know a, the inside of a whale a blue whale don't do that you can drive through through them and stuff look after the whales don't well, park your cars in their hearts we've had some great ones though haven't we <laughs> so yeah lovely roundup for series one when are we coming back well believe it or not we're flying to India tomorrow. Tomorrow. So uh, you're listening to this now, so we would have been there for six days. Yeah, I'm going to start a little hashtag by you. It's a hashtag pray for King in it, because uh, I'm a little bit worried about India. We've been given a lot of sort of controversial advice on everything. Controversial uh, advice? Yeah. What, people saying, like, we should go and do something naughty? No. No, just... J- Contrasting advice. No, they're just... They're worrying me. Conflicting advice. Yeah, all that. All that and a bag of chips. <laughs> so, yeah, pray for King in it, hashtag. So, because we're in India, we're actually going to be doing an India series. Because we're there for two months, so every week we're going to do a roundup of what's happened in that week. Just to give you a bit more information of funny stories that we might have missed out in the vlogs. Because we didn't quite mention it, but we're actually going to buy a rickshaw, which is a tuk-tuk, when we're in India. We're going to travel from the north to south and try and stay alive. (laughs) It's going to be really, really funny, but really, really stressful, I think, at the same time. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do our best to do one a week and record on the roads. So yeah, thanks for, for listening to season one. Yeah, make sure... On top of all of this, the one thing you need to do is leave us a review, for yeah. sure, yeah. Rate and review the King in It podcast. Unless it's not five star, then don't bother leaving yeah, a Don't review. put a one star on there. Don't get to 40 minutes into this podcast and then chuck us a one star. I will come to your house and break your nan's legs. <laughs> so there's that. So that's it. Thanks for having us, lads. Thank you so much for listening and come back in a week. One, two, three, bye! bye. bye. You're a bit late then, guys. <laughs> <laughs> One, That's two. Going in.
One, bye. two, bye. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three, bye. bye.